Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Welcome to the 2011 Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. And once again, the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse brings you classic theatre adapted and performed by some of the very best audio players. So without further ado, here's your host for this week's show. Hi, I'm John Bell. Oh, John Bell. Bell, you say? B-E-L-L. You're not on the list. Of Bells and the Bad Free? Not on the list, sorry. I'm the host for this episode. I, I, I've come into this beautiful theater, this 1940s vintage plush-seated theater here, and I'm supposed to introduce tonight's show. So you're a famous actor, eh? Uh, no. Writer? No. Poet? No. Director? No. What are you? Podcaster. Security? No, 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 listen, this is, this is all about podcasting. This is all about theater of the mind in this beautiful theater that's in everybody's mind right now. And I'm here to introduce tonight's show. And how would that go, eh? I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, Pendant Audio presents a shadow double feature, The Blind Beggar Dies and The Poisoned Death. That's it, eh? Yeah, that's all I had to say. Yeah, you're a podcaster, all right. Now, what do you mean by that? Your curtain's about to go up. Won't you sit down and enjoy the show? But what about introducing the... Attention, everybody. Tonight is Pendant Audio's uh, Shadow Double Feature. Hope you enjoy it. Um, Curtain. Listen. And here come the actors. But I'm supposed to introduce... Sit down, you. No, look, it's my, Shut up, my job to introduce... Hey, sit down, buddy. Well, the show's starting. All right. podcaster. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The Shadow knows. (laughs) The Shadow, a man of mystery who strikes terror into the very souls of evildoers everywhere. Lamont Cranston, a man of wealth, a student of science, and master of other people's minds, devotes his life to righting wrongs, solving crimes, protecting the innocent, and punishing the guilty. Using advanced methods that may ultimately become available to all law enforcement agencies, Cranston is known to the underworld as the Shadow. Never seen, only heard, as haunting to superstitious minds as a ghost, as inevitable as a guilty conscience. The identity of the Shadow is known only to his intimate friend and aide, Margot Lane. Today's story, The Blind Beggar Dies. There are smiles that make us happy. There are smiles that... Evening, singing Jim. Chilly tonight, isn't it? Indeed it is. Thank you, sir. There are smiles that... Hello, Jim. Wish me luck tonight. I'm going out with a new boyfriend. He's awful nice. All the luck in the world to you, miss. Thank you. There are smiles that make us happy. There are smiles that make us blue. There are smiles that steal away the teardrops. Like the sun, steal away the dew. 
Well, well, well. If it isn't singing Jim. Holding down the same corner after we told him to pay protection or move. Yeah. He don't pay off and he don't scare. I, I don't make enough to keep body and soul together. And now you... You go away. Let me alone. Oh. So you're going to try to buck our record, eh? All right, Marty. Bring him back in the alley. No, wait. That way, maybe we can make him see things our way. You take your hands off me. You let me alone. Come on, Pop. We just want to talk to you for a minute. We got a proposition for you. Now, I told you, I don't need protection. I have a license because I'm blind. Please don't bother me, none. Bring him back over here, Marty. This looks private enough. Okay, Spike. No, wait. No. Take it easy on that blackjack. Please, please wait. I, I'm an old man. Shut up. Don't let him squirm. Okay, I've got it. I'm an old man. I can't stand it. I haven't any money to pay you. I'll tell you. All right. Give him the once over. Right. And listen, singing Jim. Next time you fork over a buck a week or you'll get the worst. Okay. Marty, dump him over the wall there and let's go. Look at that crowd gathering, Lamont. Isn't it amazing how any little thing can get a crowd together? Yes. Sometimes those little things turn out to be big things, Margo. That's just Lamont Cranston, the amateur criminologist, coming to the fore. Look, they're trying to get into that alleyway. Somebody's hurt, probably. Oh. Yes. All right, move on. Everyone move on. Move on now. Make room for the ambulance. Oh, good evening, Mr. Cranston. What's wrong, Sergeant Gibson? Oh... It's poor old singing Jim. Somebody found him in the alley, all smashed up. Looks like a truck run him over. All right, out of the way, out of the way, move on. Oh no, poor Jim. Lamont, look at his face and head. He doesn't look like he's been run over. No, 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 don't. Don't hit me. I I can't pay, I, I can't. I can't. Okay, oh. straight to the hospital and make it fast. This old boy's in a bad way. Lamont, somebody beat him up. But who'd do a thing like that, and why? I don't know, Margot. I've known Singing Jim for years. So have I. Everybody knows him and helps him out. Margo, he looked pretty bad. I think I'll go to the hospital and see what I can do for him. There's more to this than meets the eye. Want to come along? Yes, Lamont. I hope we're not... too late. Of course you can see singing Jim, Mr. Cranston. How is he, Doctor? Triple concussion. Looks pretty hopeless. Poor old Jim. How did this happen? Well, the police report listed it as a hit-and-run case. In my opinion, he was beaten with some blunt instrument. A piece of pipe or blackjack. Hmm. He's right in here. I'm afraid you won't get much out of him, but you can try. I'll be back in a few minutes. Oh. I can't be... Now, singing Jim... Jim, it's Lamont Cranston. I've come to help you. 
And Miss Lane is here, too. You remember her? Hello, Jim. Uh, what happened? Who did this to you? No. Keep away from me. Let me go. Don't hit me again. I'm afraid he's delirious, Margot. No! Jim? <gasps> Jim, listen. We're not going to hurt you. No. You're safe now. No! Who hit you? Why did they do it, Jim? Uh, they... They told me I had to pay a dollar a week, or, or they'd give my corner to somebody else. Some phony, they... They they knew how to mooch enough to pay for protection. No. No, don't... Oh, Lamont, that can't be true. No. Nobody could be as low as to try and make a racket out of begging. Organize them and make them pay tribute. Don't don't hit me. It's hard to believe, Margot, but there must be something to it. Wait a minute. Jim, Uh, listen to me. Who did this? No. Who's been trying to make you pay money to them? No, don't hit me, Spike. Let go of me, Marty. Don't, don't. I can't pay... Apple Mary can't pay either. You, you took Apple Mary's stand. Now you're trying to take mine. Don't. Don't hit me again. Don't. Ugh. I'd better get the doctor. He's unconscious. Yes, Margot. But I'm afraid it's more than that. What? I'm afraid singing Jim has sung his last ballad. What? You mean... Yes, Margot. Singing Jim is dead. Folks, listen up. I guess you're all kind of wondering why the word went out over the beggar's grapevine for us to meet here at my place. And, well, maybe you ain't. Anyway, Apple Mary's got something to say to us. Thanks, Lame Bill, thanks. Folks, I guess by this time you've all heard that poor old Singing Jim's dead. Dead, And I guess you know why he's dead. Now... Don't get the idea that I've asked y'all here to fight these here scurvy rats that pulled Jim into an alley and beat him to death. I ain't asking that. <laughs> Can't expect no help from the police, Mary. You know that. Yes. Yes, we tried that, and they just laugh at the idea of anybody trying to make us pay for the right to make a living on the streets the only way we know how. Selling apples like I do. Singing like Jim did. Or selling pencils and shoelaces like Lame Bill here. No. Now we can't expect no help from the police. Yeah, but why don't they get the guys that murdered old Jim? They're investigating it, Limpy. So they say. Yeah, but what are we gonna do, Mary? Jim's death was just a warning to the rest of us. It means pay up or we're gonna get the same. No. No, it don't. Yeah, that's what it means, Mary. No, it don't. Because something's happened. Somebody's gonna help us what can't help ourselves. Who is it, Mary? Now, before I tell you... I want to remind you that I'm not a drinking woman, and I ain't given to hearing things, and I ain't easy convinced. But last night, late, somebody talked to me at my stand. Somebody that you've all heard of. Somebody that you that got your eyesight don't believe in because nobody's ever seen him. Who was it, Mary? The Shadow. The Shadow? shadow? I wouldn't bother trying to help folks like us, Mary. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong, because he asked me to call all you folks together. He promised that he'd come here tonight and tell us how he can help us. Ooh, I can't believe he's coming here. Tonight? When's he coming? Why isn't he here? (laughs) I am here. What? Hey, where'd that laugh come from? Sounds like it come from right behind Mary. No, 
It came from back in that corner. Wait. Don't be frightened. I am the Shadow. I've come here to help you. If you will accept my unseen presence without question. Without fear. Yeah. Hey, we ain't got no reason to be scared of the Shadow. We ain't done nothing wrong. Yeah, we ought to be glad he's willing to help us out. To protect us from fellows like Spike and Marty. Maybe he can help us find out who those fellas are. Yeah, that's if right. Okay, okay, yeah, guys, yeah. Be great. Wait, wait a minute, all of you. I've told the Shadow all I know about Spike and Marty, all any of us knows. Now you listen to what he wants us to do? You are victims of the meanest racket in the world. The Shadow will help you if you are willing to help yourselves. I have reason to believe that one among you is a spy. An informer. Ooh, oh my god, what? Oh, oh, informer. informer. Yes, we well, gotta, we gotta just make my heart race it is. Where, where is he? Point him out. No. No. Sooner or later, he will betray himself. There are too many of you for me to single out the one hostile mind in this room. Well, what do you want us to do, Shadow? We'll do anything you say. Go on doing as you have been doing. When these men approach you again, pay them or promise payment. And then... Go to the west wall of the National Armory and make your sign of distress in white chalk, using the symbols you use in communicating with one another. The Shadow will understand them and come to your aid. All right, As for the informer in your midst, let him take this warning to the petty racketeers he serves. If one more cent of tribute is levied, if they so much as lay a hand upon one of you, they will answer to the shadow with their lives. Yeah, who's there? Is that you, Marty? Yes, boy, it's me. What took you so long? Say, you look the real McCoy with those smoked glasses and that crutch. Well, I used to make a living playing this blind and lame gag until you showed me how to make some easy money, didn't I? Well, what happened to that meeting at Lane Bill's place? Plenty. You look like you've seen a ghost. No, I ain't seen no ghost, Spike. What then? I heard something tonight that I don't want to hear again. Hmm. The voice of a guy you couldn't see. He was right there talking to us. Ah, oh, you've been hearing things. No, it's the truth. I tell you. You've heard about this guy they called the Shadow, haven't you? Yeah, I've heard about him all right. So what? He was at that meeting. That's why Apple Mary called it. The Shadow got the whole story out of her, how we worked this racket, and now he's going to get us. How's he going to do it? He's got it all fixed for the beggars to put their distress signs on the wall of the National Armoury the first time we try and collect any more dough. You say the Shadow got all the dough from Apple Mary? Yeah, I tell you, we got to lay off. And kiss all that money we get from the beggars goodbye? Not on your life. Yeah, but Spike, the, the Shadow's poison. He's got plenty of the big shots with dough in their gangs. What chance have we got against a guy like that? Listen, punk. You're all the gang I got, and I ain't letting a bit go. But I'm plenty smart, and I got an idea how to get rid of this shadow. All right, all right. How are you going to do it? Listen, all we have to do is get a hold of Apple Mary. Bring her up here to the hideout, and keep her here. Yeah, and get the shadow plum on our tails. That's just what I want. And to be sure he does get here, you're going to chalk a message on the armory wall. You know the signs they use. Yeah, I know them. 
But supposing you do get Apple Mary here and this shadow comes after her, then what? And he's going to walk into the sweetest little trap you ever saw sprung. But you can't see the guy I t- don't have to see him. All I have to do is hear him talk or laugh the way they say he always does. All right, Spike. Okay, I hope you know what you're doing. I haven't given you a bad steer yet, have I? We'll grab Apple Mary tonight and bring her down here. Did you want to drive past the National Armory, Lamont? I'm looking for handwriting on the wall, Margot. What do you mean? The Shadow made arrangements with Apple Mary and her friends to communicate with them. That way, if those racketeers try any more strong-arm tactics... Do you think they will? (laughs) Yes. There's a reckless bravado about a petty criminal that you won't find in big-time crooks. And they're just as dangerous. Don't forget that, Lamont. I'm not forgetting it for a minute, Margot. There's a saying... Little snakes are more deadly than the big ones. Stop the car, Margo. Here's the armory. What is it, Lamont? Hmm, there's writing on the wall. It may be what I'm looking for. Do you mean those chalk marks? Those crosses and circles and numbers? Yes. Yes, it's a message from Apple Mary. She needs help. She's waiting for the shadow in the basement of 19 River Street. I'll drive you there, Lamont. All right, Margo, but not all the way. Stop a block from that address and let me out. Very well, Lamont. Shall I wait for you? Yes, Margot. Wait half an hour. If I'm not back by then, notify the police to raid the house. But why, Lamont? What makes you feel... I don't think Apple Mary sent that message, Margot. I have a feeling the shadow's being invited to walk into a trap. That you, Marty? Yeah, it's me. Where are you? How about some light? Okay, I just wanted to be sure. Hey, what's the idea with you sitting down here in the dark? Hey, 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 what are you doing with that Tommy gun? When the shadow comes here looking for Apple Mary, I'm going to spray this room with lead from floor to ceiling. Won't matter if I can't see him, I can't miss. And our troubles will be over. Yeah, I'll put the message on the armory wall. How long ago? Yeah, about an hour. And he'll be here soon. That guy moves fast from what I hear. Hey, how are you going to know when the shadow gets here? What if you don't talk or laugh? He's got to open that door, ain't he? He can't walk through it. He ain't a ghost. He comes as close as being a ghost as anything I ever went up against. How's he do it? I mean, how's he keep you from seeing him? By hypnotism. Whatever that is. Yeah? Huh. I used to know a guy in the circus could do that. Leastwise, he claimed he could, and he... Shut up. Go and get Apple Mary in here. She's in that back room. Okay. Hey, you, Apple Mary, come on out here. I'm coming. And don't think I'm scared of the scum of the earth like you two. Ah, pipe down. What do you want with me? Bring her over here and shove her into this chair. You heard him. Come on. Take your hands off me. I may be old and blind, but I take no guidance from scavengers. Take that cane away from her. She might get free with it. Give me that stick. I'll give it to you. Here, take it. (laughs) Why, you she-devil. Put her in that chair and hold her there. Got your knife. Come on, come on, sit down there. Yeah, I got my knife. Get it out. She tries anything when the shadow shows up. Let her have it right between the shoulders. Okay, if you know what's good for you, you'll sit still, Mary. So you know about the shadow, so you know he's after you. So there was a squealer at the meeting. Yeah. Just wait till that door swings open. That's the only way you can get in or out. If this shadow guy's got a gun and starts blazing away, you'll get yours, Mary. The shadow doesn't need a gun. Shut her up, Marty. 
I just heard the basement door close. Hey, somebody's in the hall, Spike. Shut up. Watch that old dame. She opens her mouth. Let her have it. Right. You got that Tommy gun ready? Yeah. Spike! He's here! The shadow's here! Do something! Do something! Shoot! Shoot him! Kill him! I ain't sure. I gotta be sure. There is only one certainty in life, and that is death. It's him! It's him! Shoot! Shoot! Spike! Spike! You you shot out the lights! Yeah. Yeah. But I got him. I got the shadow. Come on, let's get out of here. Yeah? What about Apple Mary? We haven't got time to fuss with a blind dame. Now listen, Apple Mary. Get out and tell your friends we'll be seeing them. Tell them the shadow's dead. Tell them if we have any more trouble making collections, they'll get what Singing Jim and the shadow got. Tell them that for us. Come on, Marty, let's go. The shadow's dead. Who can we look to for help now? You can still count on the shadow, Apple Mary. Oh, shadow. They didn't kill you. Didn't they hit you? No, Mary. I suspected a trap. So after I opened the door, I walked across the room and stood behind them. But your voice... It came from near the door. Ventriloquism. A simple trick of projecting the voice. But that doesn't matter now. Get out of here and hurry to Lane Bills. Gather your friends together and wait there for word from me. The Shadow. Margo. Margo. Oh, there you are, Lamont. I was beginning to get worried. The half hour's almost up. What happened? I'll tell you later. Quick, start the car. See those two men hurrying down the street? That tall one and the short heavy one? Yes. Follow them. But be careful. Don't get too close. Who are they? Where are they going? They murdered Singing Jim. They tried to murder the Shadow. We'll find out where they go, Margo. And then I'll telephone Commissioner Weston to surround the place. The Shadow left word with Apple Mary. She wants us at Dugan's Pool. Duggan's Pool Hall. The shadows tracked down Spike and Marty. How come Mary and Lane Bill want us at Duggan's Pool Hall? Hey, Limpy, go to Duggan's Pool Hall right away. Mary said so. Oh, what's the matter with you, Marty? I thought you could play pool. You missed that shot by about a mile. I can't keep my mind on the game. I can't stop thinking about... Pipe down. Everything's okay, I tell you. I got the shadow. I couldn't have missed. You heard him fall, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, but... Yeah, but nothing. We got nothing to worry about, I tell you. The shadow's out of the way, and we got it fixed with Duggan for an alibi. We've been here all evening. See? Here comes Duggan now. Hey. Spike, Marty, there's something going on around here I don't like. I know I told you I'd frame an alibi for you, but I don't want no trouble. I don't want my place closed up. What's the matter with you? What's going on? It's that bunch you've been working your new racket on. Apple Mary, Lane Bill, Limpy, the whole lot of them. What? Where are they? They're out in the street. Twenty or thirty of them. And more coming every minute. Yeah, who tipped them off we was here? Is this a double cross, Duggan? No, 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 honest. Somebody must have tailed you here. Listen to him. 
Hey, Spike, Spike, they come after us. Come on, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, maybe we're better. They'd tear us to pieces the minute they got their hands on us. You guys better slip out that back door over there. It leads into the alley. The crowd may be lame and blind, but I don't give much for your chances if they get a hold of you. Come on, Spike, let's go, will ya? Yeah, yeah, okay, let's scram. We'll get these monkeys tomorrow one by one. I'll teach you to try to gang up on us. Come on, Marty. Come on. Hey, Spike, wait. Look, down the alley there. Holy cat, cops. Yeah, yeah. Half a dozen of them. We can't go that way, Spike. They're laying for us, ain't they? Hey, Duggan, do you have any other way out? How about upstairs and over the roof? No. That door to the hall has been nailed up for years. It's either the alley or the front way. Hey, Spike, that bunch out in the street sound like they're coming in. We're like a couple of rats in a trap. <laughs> what are you going to do, Spike? The shadow. Spike, did you hear that? It's the shadow. You didn't get him. He ain't dead. No. No, you will not go to the electric chair for the murder of the shadow. Well, so you got away. Well, then the cops haven't got anything on us now. Come on, Marty. We'll go out through the alley and let the cops pick us up. They can't hold us more than 24 hours. Wait. You've forgotten the murder of singing Jim. Why, you can't pin that on us. Are the doors locked? Yeah, and the key's gone, Spike. Yes. I locked that door, Spike. I have the key. But the front door is unlocked. You can walk out that door. Singing Jim's friends are out there. Waiting for you. Spike, what are we going to do? They're the lame and the crippled and the blind. But there's strength in their numbers. The strength of a long, suffering fury that means your death. If they get their hands on you. What do you want, Shadow? What's your game? I want your confession to the murder of Singing Jim. Yeah, alright. If we confess, will you keep that mob away from us? I'm not confessing to anything. I'm not writing myself a one-way ticket to the death house. It's your choice. A chance before a legal jury or that mob. Get him! Hey, Don't let him get away! Marty. Get him! Quick! Like Stop him! Stop him, Shadow! I'll confess! Yeah, yeah, we killed Singing Jim. It was Spike. He slugged him in that alley. Yeah! Why, you dirty squealer? I Don't move, Spike. One false move, those tormented people will kill you. Mary, Lane Bill, wait! Wait, everybody. This is your last chance. There's a blackboard behind you, Spike. There's a piece of chalk. Write your confession to the murder of Singing Jim and sign it. Write what I dictate to you. You... You win, Shadow. We, Spike Grogan and Marty Nelson... We, Spike Grogan... Confess. And Marty Nelson... That on Tuesday night at five o'clock... Confess that on Tuesday night... We did willfully beat Singing Jim... We did... To death... Willfully beat with a blackjack, singing Jim to death with a blackjack. Sign it. Now you, Marty. Okay. There. Now, now what, Shadow? Walk to that back door. Open it. Call to the police in the alley. Tell them. To come and get you. But it's locked. You locked it and took the key. I unlocked it again. Go with Spike Grogan, Marty.
Beyond that door, a blindfolded woman with a sword in one hand and finely balanced scales in the other waits for you. You've mocked her long enough, but she is patient because her name is Justice and her revenge for your mockery will be death. <laughs> Yes, the Shadow knows the evil that lurks in the hearts of men. And thanks to his keen mind and daring action, the city was safe once more. But evil never sleeps, and it was not long before an even more nefarious ne'er-do-well held the city in peril. Our second story, The Poison Death. Mercy Hospital. Rick. Doctor, what's wrong with my husband? He's been poisoned. Poisoned? Isn't there something you can do? Some way of saving him? No. I'm sorry, my dear. It's too late. Your husband is dead. (laughs) What's this, Bill? Another poison case? Yes. The calls are coming in faster than we can answer them. Well, this one will have to go to general. The emergency ward is full. Not a cot left. And it's the same thing at every hospital in town. They're swamped. All poison cases. And nobody knows how they're getting it or what it is. Commissioner Weston, come in. Thank you. I came over as soon as I got your message, Mr. Mayor. Sit down, Commissioner. You know why I sent for you? Yes. And I hate to admit it, but we haven't one single clue to go on. I've had the entire police force working on this poison epidemic for three days, and we're right where we started. When the first ransom note was sent to the newspapers demanding a million dollars ransom, or this city of over a million souls would be wiped out, poisoned, I thought it was a hoax. Mayor, it's a wild scheme of a crazed mind. It can't be anything else. I don't agree with you. The ransom note was signed, The Shadow. The same shadow you claim has helped you solve so many crimes, but has never asked for reward or credit. I don't believe The Shadow sent that note, Mr. Mayor. Now, then look at this photostatic copy of the original typewritten threat. Listen to the way it's worded. For years, The Shadow has smashed rackets, wiped out criminal syndicates, trapped murderers without reward. Now the time has come for a settlement. The Shadow has saved the city millions. Now the city will pay The Shadow one million dollars, or the hospitals will be filled with the dying and the morgue will be filled with the dead. I'm still convinced it isn't the real Shadow who's guilty. Ah, you say that because The Shadow has helped you so much in the past. I resent that, Mr. Mayor. All right, resent it. But it's up to you to get busy and find out who's responsible. The fact remains that no clues have been found. I have got to have action, Commissioner! I'm doing everything I can. Maybe you are, but you're to do better. Look at this report. The hospitals are filled with the dying, the morgue is filled with the dead. Hundreds of innocent people stricken by a poison the health department cannot identify. A poison for which there seems to be no antidote. What is it? How is it being fed to the people? Find out or we'll get another police commissioner. Hello. What is it, Gibson? We just received another note signed by the Shadow. What this time? Listen to this. I can strike at random, but 
but I can also single out any one of you for death. To prove it, I'm going to poison Dan Brinkley, Commissioner of Sanitation. When you get this through the mail, Brinkley will be dead. Hello, Margot. Lamont Cranston, thank heavens you're back. Have you discovered who's poisoning all these people? Who's using your name? The name of the Shadow? No, Margot. Every theory I've worked on has led nowhere. Well, whoever he is, this man masquerading as the Shadow must be absolutely insane. There's no doubt about that, Margot. But it's the insanity of a genius, not of a money-mad fool. What strange, distorted mind could devise such a terrible scheme? Margo, let me see that map of the city again. The one... The one where we marked all the areas affected by this wholesale poisoning? I know. Here you are, Lamont. Hmm. You see, the cases are widely scattered all over the city. Have you any idea how these people were poisoned? It must have been put in food or milk or something. But there have been so many poisonings, it doesn't seem humanly possible they could have been administered individually. No, they were poisoned in groups. And in every house affected by the poison, no one escaped. It wasn't poisoned milk. The newspapers checked on that. And it couldn't have been the food. No, the food these people ate came from a hundred different stores. Wait a minute, Margo. You've just given me an idea. What's the one thing that all of these people must have had at one time or another on the day they were poisoned? What do you mean, Lamont? Margo, I think I've got it. Water. Yes, water. That's it. But how could that be? I don't know, Margo. But that's the answer. I'm sure of it. That explains the grouping of the poison cases. But how? It could have been done at the water meter. Introduced into the main pipe in the basement somewhere. So many different places without somebody noticing? Who could tamper with the water pipes in any basement in this city and not arouse suspicion? Why... Only someone from the water company. The man who reads the meter? Or someone posing as a representative of the water company. Come on, let's open the window. Something else has happened. Oh, Lamont, it's like a nightmare. X-ray! X-ray! Daniel Brinkley, Commissioner of Sanitation, found poisoned after warning! X-ray! X-ray! Read all about it! Poisonous strikes again! Lamont... Why do you suppose Commissioner Brinkley was singled out? A distorted mind, especially that of a brilliant man, will very often move along a straight line from cause to effect. This case follows a line so simple and so straight that the police don't even suspect who he is. But in killing Brinkley, he's deviated from his original purpose long enough to settle a grudge. This is that one mistake the greatest of criminals make. You mean it's somebody who Commissioner Brinkley wronged? Yes, but Brinkley may never have wronged anybody. To a man with a warped mind like this, an imagined wrong could have inspired revenge just the same. Maybe it's someone who worked under Brinkley. Someone in the Department of Sanitation. The pieces of this crazy puzzle are beginning to fit together. Where's yesterday's paper? The one with that photostatic copy of the ransom note sent by the man masquerading under the name of the Shadow. Here it is, Lamont. I kept it along with all the other clippings. Let's see. For years, the Shadow has smashed rackets, wiped out criminal syndicates, trapped murderers without re- Margo, look at this. The letter E appears five, no, six, seven, eight times. And every time it appears out of line. 
And look, the letter A is blurred. Margo, it's like A, B, C, the obvious clue. If we could only find that typewriter. But Lamont, out of all the typewriters in the city, it would be like looking for a needle in a haystack. Don't you suppose the police have considered that angle? Tried to find that typewriter? Perhaps they have, but without first logically working out the problem as to the one place the machine might be, they're wasting their time. The one place is the Department of Sanitation. It's so logical as to be incredible. Come on, Margo. Get your hat and coat. We've got work to do, and there's no time to lose. Lamont, you're not going to the Department of Sanitation at this hour of the night. Why not? Well, suppose you were caught. Don't worry, Margo. The real Shadow won't be caught. I need your help if we're going to try out all the typewriters in those offices. This is a job for Lamont Cranston and his assistant, Margo Lane. And if we're caught? How long a sentence can they give us for breaking into a public building? Well, it's worth risking. And far better than sitting around here, building up theories and knocking them down again, while this mad masquerader carries out his monstrous schemes of wholesale murder. Come on, Margo. Let's go. No, Margo, this isn't the machine. It's the last one in here. Let's try the next office. Be careful of that flashlight, Lamont. There must be a night watchman around here somewhere. And he's downstairs in the basement sleeping. I made sure of that before I signaled you to come in. It looks like another exploded theory, Lamont. We've tried dozens of machines, and none of them have the characteristics as those letters in the ransom note. We're not going to stop until we've tried them all, Margo. There's a door leading into the back part of this floor. Private. Office of Chief Chemist A.G. Gerber. Let's look in here. Yes, there's the machine. It's the only one in here. Try it, Margo. Here's some paper. Thanks. I'll be glad to get out of this place. Uh, type the same words, Margo. For years, the shadow has smashed rackets, wiped... Lamont! The E dropped! Wiped out criminal syndicates. Margo, the A blurred. Go on, finish it. Trapped murderers without reward. Now the time has come... For a settlement. This is the machine that typed the warning notes to the papers. The office of the city's chief chemist. In Gerber's office. It might not have been Gerber. Other people could get to this machine and use it. Margot, everything's beginning to fit together. Who would know more about poisons than a chemist? You know, I felt all along that... What was that? Someone in the next room. Turn your light over on that door, Lamont. There's lettering on it. Laboratory. Keep out. Who would be in there at this time of night? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. It may be the man we're looking for. Margo, I think it would be best if you get out of here. Go back to the car. Wait for me. Oh, please, Lamont. Let me stay till you come out. I might be able to help you with that crazy maniac. No, Margo. Go out to the car and wait for me. Lamont Cranston and Margo Lane have done all they can. The time has come for me to be... The shadow, the real shadow, must open that door. Nerves, nerves. Why should I be nervous? Nobody knows. I'm here all alone. And who would suspect me? Gerber, the city chemist. (laughs) I'll never tell them. They'll never know that Brinkley is dead because of me. They'll make me commissioner of sanitation. I should have had the job when they gave it to him. I guess he knows it now. 
Gerber, bring me that report. Gerber, why didn't you do this? Gerber, why didn't you do that? Treating me like dirt. All that's over now, though. Over and done with. How'd that door get open? I must have forgotten to close it. I must be getting absent-minded. Gotta be more careful. Someone might come in. Might ask me what I'm doing. What I'm making. What are you making, Gerber? <laughs> what was that? Who said that? Who laughed? The shadow spoke. The shadow laughed, Gerber. The shadow? Yes, Gerber. I am the shadow. You know my name. You've been using it as a cloak to cover your excursions into the realm of murder. So, you can make yourself invisible, Shadow. Or are you hiding? I happen to be the master of the ancient art of hypnotism, by which I can blind your eyes to my presence. But you really are here in this room. Physically, I mean? Yes. I opened that door. I walked into this room. I am here. Quite near you, Gerber. How did you find me? By a process of elimination. Because you made one mistake in your admirable train of logic. A mistake? Yes. When you murdered Brinkley, the commissioner of sanitation, I knew it must be someone who had a grievance against him. Real or imaginary. Real or imaginary? Oh, I see. You think I'm insane, Shadow? The sanity of a brilliant mind is not measured by ordinary standards. Yes, that's right. My co-workers know I'm brilliant. They don't think I'm eccentric, because when anybody's around, I'm on my guard. What were you doing when I came in, Gerber? Filling this bottle. What is in that bottle, Gerber? What is that crimson-colored fluid? That is the poison, Shadow. I'm supposed to be analyzing the blood from my first batch of poison victims, but instead I've been making more poison. You see, it's all ready now. Would you like some, Shadow? I'll be glad to give it to you. What are you going to do with that bottle of poison, Gerber? Or are you afraid to tell no, me? No, I'm not afraid. You can't stop me. The devil himself couldn't stop me. Listen, I'm going to drive to one of our fashionable suburbs where all the important people of the city live. There's a high steel water tower there. I'm going to climb that tower and pour this little bottle of poison through the trap door at the top. It'll be diluted in the water, carried into the homes of all those prominent people, and by tomorrow night, they'll all be dead. It is fortunate I found you in time. In time for what? In time to stop you. You can't stop me, Shadow. You're not leaving this laboratory with that bottle of poison, Gerber. Yes, I am. And I'm going this minute. You see this test tube? It's filled with acid. Acid that will burn you beyond recognition. You forget. You can't see me. Uh-uh-uh. The only way you can stop me is by physical means. With your body that seems to be not even a shadow. Huh. And to do that... You must drop your cloak of invisibility. How do I know that isn't a blind to make myself become visible to you? Oh, it isn't a blind, Shadow. See, I pour a little on the floor. <laughs> you see? Think what that would do to human flesh. You say you are human. Yes. Yes, I am human. Then I dare you to stop me. At the first touch of your hands, I'll throw it at you. It is better that one man should be injured than you should kill another entire community. I am willing to take that chance. All right. We'll see if you're as brave as you sound, Shadow. Stop where you are. No! I'm leaving, unless you stop me physically. Then I have no alternative but to fight you, man to man. Ah, 
So you are a human. All right. Take this. <laughs> I warned you, Shadow. You'll be burned beyond recognition. That acid will eat into you to the very bone. Goodbye, Shadow. At last, you've met someone who's your match. <laughs> now there's no one to stop me poisoning that water tower. Margot. Margot. Yes, Lamont? Did you see a tall, powerfully built man come out of the sanitation building just now? Yes, Lamont. He got into a car. There he is, going down the street. You can still see the taillights. Follow him, Margot. And in heaven's name, don't lose him. That's the man, Gerber. He won't get away. Is the first aid kit in the car? Yes, in the side pocket. Oh, Lamont, your clothes. They're smoking and your hands bleeding. Oh, Lamont, my dear, what happened? Acid, Margot, acid. He was getting away with a bottle of poison. I tried to stop him, and he threw the acid. Oh, Lamont, your face. Let me look at your face. I didn't get any on my face. I threw up my arm in time. It's all right. I'll bandage my hands. Just keep your eyes on that car, Margot. That's far more important. Don't lose him. He's headed for the suburbs. This time, Gerber really means business. He's set to poison a whole community. He's going to dump a whole bottle of that deadly stuff into a water tower. Lamont, you're in terrible pain. I can see it. Let me take care of you. Let me stop at a phone booth and call Commissioner Weston. We'll send out a general alarm and pick this man up. No, Margot, we've got a job to do. We lose Gerber if we stop. Then the police wouldn't be any good. We'll find out where he's going, and then we'll call the police. All right, Lamont, you know best. I'll try not to lose him. Lamont, is the pain any easier? You've got to get to a doctor as quickly as possible. Infection might set in. I will as soon as... Margot, look! I think Gerber's nearing his destination. He's taking that road up that hill. If I remember correctly, the water tower's at the top. Lamont, how will you stop him now, with your bleeding hands? He's a powerful man, crazy, with the strength of a maniac. I've got to do what I can to delay him. Keep him from putting that poison in that tower. Until you can get the police. How's he going to get the poison in the tank? He said there was a trap door on top of the tower. A door they use when they clean the tank. That means you may have to climb that tower. Now you can't, not with your hands in that condition. It's snowing. There'll be ice on the rungs of the ladder. And in this wind, you're liable to slip and fall. I've got a chance it. Stop, Margot, stop. There's the water tower. There's the car, Lamont. Look, it's Gerber. He's started to climb the tower already. Margot, go on now. Get the police. Hurry. Tell him to get someone to shut off the water in this tower in case I fail. Hurry, Margot, hurry. I'm going in there after him. All right, Lamont. I'll get them. <laughs> Who's that? The man, man you thought you left in your laboratory, burned and blind with acid. The shadow. <laughs> oh, yes? I thought I had you. All right, keep following me. You're a long way behind me by the sound of your voice. Yes, but, but you, you have, have to stop when you get to the top. And, and I, I shall catch up with you. Ah, yes. <laughs> but by that time, I shall have poisoned the water. You forget the trap door to the tank may be locked. It'll be rusty and easy to break. But that will take time, and I shall be gaining on you. You need to hurry, Gerber. It's too bad you missed my face with that acid, isn't it? Yes, but some of it went on you. 
I heard it sizzling into your flesh. On my hands, that's all. Don't you want to see them? Then you must be suffering holding on to the ice-covered ladder. Not as much as you'll suffer once I reach you. All right, hurry, Shadow. I'm on the top already. Ah, you were right, Shadow. The trapdoor is locked. But that won't stop me. I'm going to blow it open with my revolver. The lock is broken, Shadow. You'd better hurry up. I'm not far below you now, Gerber. I'm opening the trap door. Yes, yes, I hear it, Gerber. But you'll never put the poison in the water. I have the bottle in my hand. I'm pulling out the stopper. And I'm here to to knock it out of your hand. You broke it. You spilled the poison. You spoiled my revenge. You spoiled it. But you'll pay for it. You're leaving blood marks in the snow with your hands. You can't get off the top of this tower. You can't get past me to the ladder. I don't need to see you to find you. The blood will show me where you are. Come and get me, Gerber. I'm I'm waiting for you. Here, on top of the tank. I know you are, and you can't go any further or you'll slip and fall to the ground hundreds of feet below. Don't Don't be be so so sure, Gerber. Ha! There! I touched you, Shadow. Oh, you squirm very cleverly, but I've got you. I've got a hold of you. You won't get away from me, Shadow. And you won't get away from the police. Hear them coming? (laughs) You, You warned the police? Yes. But before they get here, I'm going to throw you off the tower. You might fall off yourself if you try to do that. If I do, I'll pull you with me. (laughs) There's somebody on top of that water tower. Get your searchlight up there, quick! Right, Commissioner. Ah, it's Commissioner Weston. He's coming to take you himself, Gerber. You should feel honored. (laughs) He'll never get me. He'll never take me alive. There he is, Commissioner. He, He seems to be struggling with somebody. Keep that searchlight on him! You up there! Hold it! You're caught, Gerber! You're trapped! There's no escape! Listen! Listen to me, Weston! You'll never get me! Never! I did it! I killed all those people! I made you think it was the Shadow! Get back, Commissioner. He's gonna jump! You'll be killed, Gerber! I'm not afraid! Because you're coming with me, Shadow! Come on! Come with me! Come with me! He jumped! Throw your light over there at the foot of the tower. See who it is. That's our man, the Poisoner. He must be dead as a doornail. Yes, no man could fall that distance and live. Turn him over. Let's see his face. He's dead, all right. Neck's broken. Why, it's... It's Gerber. Gerber, the chief chemist of the sanitation department. Oh, who'd have ever thought a man in his position would... He was struggling with someone up there at the top of the tower. Where's the other man? Look around the base of the tower. See if you can find another body. Look in the bushes. I suppose we could have missed him, but I don't see how. I can't see a thing in these snow flurries. Swing the searchlight around. Anything over there, Sergeant? No, no sign. Nobody over here either. Nothing over on this side. Listen. (laughs) The shadow. Yes, Commissioner Weston. The shadow. I'm walking down. And Commissioner... Don't bother to search anymore. I and the man Gerber was struggling with up on the tower. So, you trapped Gerber? Yes, Commissioner. I trapped him. Gerber's your man. The man who tried to poison the people of this city into paying him one million dollars. Well, he won't poison any more by the looks of him. 
And now, would you do something for me, Commissioner? By all means. If you don't mind, Commissioner, I'd like to publicly take credit for solving this mystery. Gerber committed his crimes in the name of the Shadow. And I rather think the real Shadow deserves to be vindicated. Don't you? The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Featuring the voice talents of Seth Adam Schur as Lamont Cranston and the Shadow, Marley Norton as Margot Lane, Pete Milan as Commissioner Weston and the Newsy, Adam Bell as Gerber, M. Sierra Garcia as Sergeant Gibson and the Operator, David Alt as Spike, Chris Britton as Marty, Scott Vinicombe as Singing Jim and Bill, Mindy Rast as Apple Mary and Mrs. Street, Christopher Stoddard as Limpy and Bob, Tom Stitzer as Lame Bill and the Mayor. Kristen Bays as the female beggar. Robin Carlyle as Mrs. Smith and the woman. Mike Winters as Dugan and the man. Mark Zaracor as the doctor. And Bruce Busby as the announcer. Edited and abridged by Jeffrey Bridges from The Blind Beggar Dies, transcribed by RKS Radio Theater and Arizona Theater Works. And The Poison Death, transcribed by Pete Milan. Co-directed by Jeffrey Bridges, Andrea Fontenot, and Pete Milan. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2011 Pendant Productions. The Shadow created by Walter B. Gibson. Copyright 2011 Condé Nast. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Wow, what a great show. Guess I better head for the exit if I want to make it to my car before everybody... Oh my gosh, look, it's David Alt. David, it's me, John Bell. And that's this week's performance for the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Yeah, I... All productions, performances, characters, and scripts presented in the Playhouse belong strictly to their copyright holders, and no copyright infringement is assumed or intended. Right, so David, how's... The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse is part of the Sonic Society podcast and Electric Vicuna Productions. Ah, uh, you remember me, don't Any you? Any shows that continue their run must have explicit permission from all parties involved. Right, right, right. John Bell, remember me? Bell's in the... Join us next week at the Playhouse for another classic performance. Bad free? With thanks to this week's host, I'm your announcer, David Alt. Good night. Good night, David. Wow. Big audio star like David Alt talking to me. <laughs> oh, I better get out of here. Uh, I'm John Bell. I hope you've enjoyed this week's presentation. There'll be more next week and all summer long. You don't want to miss a single one of them. Excuse me. Excuse me. Ow. I'm, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Pardon. So uh, from all of us here, uh, to all of you, good night. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, pardon, pardon, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, I forgot my umbrella, <laughs> okay, excuse me, oh, sorry about that, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me, sorry, come on, sorry, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, There's a train headed your way. 
It's the Transcontinental Terror Express, pulling into the Mutual Audio Network Depot in October. I'm Boris, your conductor. This train is powered by your favorite horror actors, writers, and producers who are dying to entertain you. And I'm Igor. As your engineer on this trip, I can't be held responsible for any accidents, even if they're on purpose. I'll make sure your ride is as smooth as the blood on a corpse's face. Uh, you're not fun. It's the best audio horror on the rails. It always goes off the rails. <laughs> be sure to subscribe to the Mutual Audio Network now so you don't miss a single scary Sunday. And there are five Sundays in October, including... Halloween! Five wonderful weeks of fears for your ears. All aboard! <laughs> the Transcontinental Terror Express. We're working up a good head of scream for you. 